There's nothing quite as comforting as gathering around with mom friends and sharing stories. Stories have a way of making us feel better and they're great reminders that no family is perfect and that's okay. So join us as we share some stories and laugh, learn, and grow together. It's the iMom Podcast. Welcome to this week's episode of the iMom Podcast. I'm Abby with Megan and Susan and Chloe. And Happy New Year. Hopefully you have some new goals. Maybe some of them are about food and meal planning and meal prepping and getting your family together around the table. And so that's what we want to talk about this week. Ways that moms can um, not only get their families to gather around the table for more meals, but also how you can tackle meal planning, because that is a big one um, for health and for budget and all that good stuff. You guys have probably heard this before, but study after study shows that eating together as a family has huge benefits. Some of the some of the benefits, um, it leads to healthier eating habits. It prevents issues like alcohol and substance abuse, violent behavior, depression, suicidal thoughts in adolescence. There's fewer reports of being bullied better communication skills, and higher self-esteem. And that's often because like the conversations that you have with the kids at the dinner table and then also giving them assignments like chores, cleaning um, cleaning the table, setting the table, that just leads to higher self-esteem. And in a 2022 survey by the American Health Association, it found that 91% of parents report that their families were significantly less stressed when they eat meals together regularly. And this doesn't have to be dinner. This could be breakfast, lunch, dinner, Midnight snack? I don't know. Maybe that's when you got (laughs) if you're super busy. So that's what I want to talk about today. Family meals, meal planning. What did you guys do when you were growing up? Or Susan, what did you do with the kids? Oh, gosh, I tried everything because truthfully, with kids, it just gets busy. So I did do do that. What do you call it when you batch all the meals at one time? Uh I actually, for a period, got together with a friend and we did each other's recipes and split it, you know, Mm -hmm. cooked all my day. I tried a lot of different things. How often with five kids and them and being them being in different activities, how often did you actually get to eat dinner together? Or oh, was it like two here, say, two there? I would say fairly often. I mean, sometimes no, yeah, we like to eat. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, I'm not saying you're not eating if you're not eating so, together. You're probably still eating. No, we did. I never probably made just one meal. I always doubled it so that I was always cooking and freezing mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we, we ate together a lot cause we like to eat. And for Megan, I think that with kids your age, they're not running around to activities. You're not dropping them off at football practice or piano or anything yet. But with little ones, I think it's harder to sit together to eat because so they're not still, or it's a, it can be a, a battle. Well, and my children, I think, I mean, I know my husband and I eat fast. I can't decide which came first, the chicken or the egg, because my kids eat really fast. And so I feel like by the time I get the baby in his high chair and like I'm cutting up his food and then I get the other one's food in front of them, they're both done. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I haven't even gotten either of us a plate and they're already completely done. And then it's time to get them bathed and then pajamas and so it is really hard. We have only succeeded in it a couple times. And sometimes it'll just be like me picking off whatever is left. And I like barely even eat dinner because by the time I'm done with their whole routine, I'm so tired. I'm just like, okay, I'm done. But I think James is good in the morning. Usually he'll color while he eats breakfast. Yeah. So he's really good at conversation in the morning because I'll, I'll, yeah. he'll sit there and talk a lot in the morning. Yeah, it's just hard with the baby because he eats so fast. So when, and when he's done, he's done. He's like, I'm going to climb oh, out yeah, of this back. high chair. Like, yep. I am done. So it's just at this age, I don't, I haven't found a 
I'm open to any suggestions because I have not found a good way to get us all to eat at the same time because. Yeah. You know, when when my kids were really little, like your boys' ages, I had just gone through a divorce and we moved in with my parents. So we moved in with my parents when my boys were like one and two. And my mom made dinner. And so, I mean, obviously this is a special situation. It was a huge blessing because my mom loves to cook. So my mom would make dinner every night. And because she cooked... I could be finishing up with work and kind of shifting gears, and we would all actually sit down together. At one and two years old, they would be sitting down, strapped in. Because Does your mom she, want to come to my house? She would probably <laughs> love it. She would love it. Um, and it just, there was something about that like formal meal mm-hmm. that made everyone sit down. And I don't think most moms have time for that. You know, you just are, you're making. Well, another tough thing too is so because I work from home, I'm done at five o'clock. And my kids are hungry at five o'clock. The chance of my husband being home from work at five o'clock is not, does not happen. So, you know, he doesn't then get home usually until closer to six. By then, like, they have eaten dinner 45 minutes ago. So it's just, it's really, yeah. Your kids are little, though. Yeah. But I will say this, what? Even more, way more important than what you eat or what you've prepared. And we talked about this. And we touched on this in an episode recently. What's more important is their opportunity to have conversation because that's where they get social skills. So in that safe table, they can talk about things they heard on the news or talk about things going on at school or talk about politics even and not have somebody react negatively because it's safe in the family. You can look at them and go, Oh, really? Why do you think that? You know, and they can learn to dialogue. Such a great place for that. This is my question. I mean, granted, I understand I have little kids, but it's really hard for me to talk to my four-year-old when my one-year-old is screaming. Yeah, but your kids For more or whatever. So, like, even then, you know, it's like, how do you have those conversations when you're like, well, yeah, and I think you're right. I think I'm also looking for that, like, confirmation that this is a phase and that there will be, like, a time where we all sit down because I do feel bad about it. I'm like, we've eaten dinner as a family and forever because it's like not possible Mm -hmm. but i'm like at what point do i discipline them enough that well yeah and i think that that you need to have the mindset that we are eventually going to all sit down and eat i Mm -hmm. think that sometimes if we're not kind of going into it hoping that this is eventually where it's going to be you know some people are just like well then we'll just not eat together and then you don't try you're going to keep trying over and over again and then eventually They'll all sit, you know, everyone will sit down and be able mm-hmm. to eat together. Because I do remember us doing it growing up. Mm-hmm. But I guess I don't really, you know, we weren't babies. Yeah. Chloe, did you eat together as a kid? We really didn't. I mean, we would eat together on the weekends like a Sunday, but we just were all in different activities. Mm-hmm. It was hard to, mm-hmm. you know, get together. So what are some ways that, that moms can help make mealtimes happen? I think scheduling it, you know, actually having mm-hmm. the kids put it on their calendar is one yeah. thing. And if you have sports schedules, you got to plan a steak and, okay, these two nights we're going to eat. Yeah. Like you said, on the weekend or whenever it is, you got to say, yeah. it's a Sunday. Yeah. We didn't have dinner together every night of the week, but we had breakfast together every day. Mm-hmm. So even when my sister, when one of us were in like, you know, we had junior high back then. And well, it's like how middle school starts at nine now, 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. 
and I would be going to school at seven. She would be going to school at nine. She still had to wake up at six and eat breakfast with, Your with me and my parents. Your mom was smart because she wanted you to go to bed at the same time. <laughs> we are not going to have kids on different schedules. That's Every morning right. we sat and ate breakfast together. And I'm not a morning person. And so it was like I probably was not having any good conversations. But we <laughs> you sat were there. there and ate. Yeah, yeah. But on that point, it doesn't have to be dinner. It can be any meal. And maybe... It's just that like once a week, maybe it's your Sunday night dinner and something is better than nothing. I think yeah. that that's what people have to remember is don't throw out the baby with bathwater, you know? Yeah. And cover those conversations. It's like yeah. the app we have, the um, Q&U app. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. great conversation starters. Yep. Yeah. And then getting the kids involved. If you have designated cleanup and setting the table and even letting them cook with you, that can sometimes be more than more trouble than it's worth at a certain age. But um having conversation starters, like you said, it's just ways to get everyone. It's not just mom slaving over the stove, calling everybody, and then everyone running off. It shouldn't just be on mom to do it all. Um, what are some fun things that you guys have heard people do around the table, like activities and things around the table? Pass the piggy. We played that all the time. That's one of the I'm on printables. It is. I'll put it That's in the show notes. It's one I'm on So that was a game that we had that if you caught somebody having bad manners, I was saying, I do. Of course, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, no, all the time. And <laughs> Grant, and Grant would get it all the time. He'd get so mad. Um, so how did it work? You were in swim practice. <laughs> <laughs> so the kids watched each other, and whoever had been bad manners got the piggy. And if you ended up with the piggy at the end of dinner, you had to do the dishes. Oh man, oh, that's yeah. tough. Wow. Yeah. Tough. Apparently, wow. I never had to do the dishes. Yeah. Never. Raising a bunch of narcs, like pointing out their siblings. No, it was often their dad. (laughs) (laughs) On purpose, probably. That's great. That's great. Um, Have you guys heard of the, like, the person that gets the special plate as the guest of honor? Yeah, we had that. Yes, yes, we did have that. I do remember. What did your guest of honor get? Like, what made them special? That night, do you remember? It was it's a plate. Well, yeah, but, but it was like, usually so if they had something difficult at school that they had accomplished, or um, you know, it was usually just to honor something going on in their lives. That's I'd sweet. break out the plate. Mm-hmm. We talk about favorite part of the day, and we make it where like one person, I'll be like, okay, Liam, you start, and he has to ask somebody. So he says the person's name, like. Um, my mom, Gooey, what's your, what was your favorite part of the I day? I that. Her name is Gooey. <laughs> so Gooey. And then Gooey answers. Gooey butter cake. Yeah. <laughs> and then Gooey passes it on. Graham, what was your favorite part of the day? And so it teaches them to wait their turn, to speak to an another to another adult, um, to use people, someone's name. And they actually, my boys are better about doing it at restaurants than I am. Like when we go out to eat, they're the ones that usually bring it up when Aww. we're at restaurants. Yeah, it's sweet. Um, my friend and her husband do something they call happy, crappy, and snack snacky. So they, like peaches and pits. They do thing. their best part of the day, their worst part of the day, and the, their favorite thing they ate that day. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, I love oh, that. Megan, that's, that's for like, you. It's cute, right? Happy, crappy, crappy. and snacky. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. I feel like I would purposely try to eat something good. Like it would be a <laughs> could wreck be a, Cannot to... wait to tell him about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so another one that we have on iMom is dinner conversation starters. And we have a lot of conversation starters, but these are a little bit different. They are, it's trivia. It's a fact that then you can turn into a question. For example, I hope nobody clicked on this link because I want you guys to try to guess. Um, what famous soft drink was introduced in March of 1886? 
1886. Dr. Pepper. Coca-Cola. Megan wins Coca-Cola. Oh, wow. And then, so we have the question and then a conversation starter. If you could only have one drink other than water for the rest of your life, what would you choose? Chloe, go. Coffee. Oh, yeah. I'm with you. Like including water? I'd want that before other water. water. <laughs> oh, other than water. Like, for the rest of your water. life. Coffee. So, so see, you get the little fun what would fact. You do? Would you do coffee? Um. Oh, yeah. Wait, can I say champagne? I was going to say wine, <laughs> Actually, yeah, I might because, say champagne. I mean, I drink a lot of water, but, you know, a glass of water. But I do drink coffee every yeah. single yeah, day. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Um. So, anyway, fun facts like that that then you can turn into a conversation story, which I thought Cute. would be kind of fun. Yeah. Um. Another way, and this is like a passion of mine. I don't know why, because... I'm not a great cook, but one way to make dinners happen is to plan your meals. And so I kind of want to talk about that now. Like for a lot of women, a lot of moms find themselves at the end of the workday, kind of opening the pantry, opening the fridge and going. That's me every day. Okay. So how do you do that? She's good at it. No, Hampton says it's a special hack that I can make something out of nothing. Granted, it's not always good, but like I have been in a pinch so many times because when you're working full time and... With two little kids, it's just I don't always have time to get to the store. Like m- for me, it's not even just getting the store; it's plan figuring out what I'm going to make, mm-hmm. planning yeah. the grocery list, planning it, actually cooking it. Um, so I have somehow been able to throw it together, but it's not that. Like I said, it's not like it's gourmet or anything. But so, like, what about like chicken? Do you have it defrosted or what? Oh well, like, or what or you- I'll make like. This is so embarrassing. I'll take like <laughs> frozen chicken nuggets and then I'll like cut them up and like make like taco or a quesadilla. So like I take something that's kind of sure. already or like chicken sausage that you can cook in a pan really fast okay. um, and then like kind of make it into something. It's not like straight up raw. So that. that's good. I love that. But it's not that good. Are you a meal planner? Corey. Uh, Corey. Chloe. Lisa, Corey. <laughs> Who are these people to have? <laughs> Who had the baby here? <laughs> Seriously. Are you a meal planner, Chloe? Oh, gosh. Um, typically, yes. My husband does the cooking. He's better at it. When my husband's out of town, I eat like a divorced dad. Like just whatever. Girl dinner. That's a big trend right <laughs> yeah, now. Girl, girl dinner. dinner. I love that? girl dinner. Just like whatever you can find. Popcorn? <laughs> well, and it's usually like something very snacky. Yes. Yeah. Like popcorn or charcuterie or you know it's girl dinner and it's oh the other nights my friends and i were talking about this one had like a donut the other one (laughs) the other one had um oh gosh what was it yeah i don't remember but it's like ridiculous things that you would never eat on a normal basis or feed your kids but you're like well this oh cereal like this is what i got yeah um so wait so what was your answer typically yes but when it comes to dinner (laughs) you plan he cooks I kind of just we just talk about it like what sounds good, but he he has the decision. I'm I'm not, I'm not picky right now. Plus, I'm have an eight week old, so I'm just yeah. You're just eating chicken, living life. You yeah. know, <laughs> Susan, did you plan meals? I had to. It's too many people. Yeah, to feed. that's a lot. But I will say, my friend Jan taught me this. She's so good at like the, the same thing. Her husband's diabetic, so she has they have to have mm-hmm. regular meals. She was just really good at having. Um, a certain amount of basic recipes that she knew by heart. So if she had to go to the store, it wasn't even less. She knew mm-hmm. I'm going to make this, this, and this, yeah. and she knew how to do it. And so I tried to find those certain meals that mm-hmm. I made all the time yeah. regularly and had the stuff. I mean, you also didn't work. Granted, you basically did because right, you right. had five kids. So right. that in and of right. itself is a huge job. Yeah. But like, I find it hard during the day because I'm like, yeah. when am I going to do this? Yeah. I just. Yeah. See, so I've got the habit of we go grocery shopping every other Sunday. And sometimes we do little trips in between if we have to. But And I'll plan two meals or two weeks of meals. 
And I do it on that like Saturday and then we shop on Sunday. And I do what you just said. I have a a lot of like go-to. We always do tacos like on what? Tuesday. Like, are, people always say that. And I'm like, but what, what like what? I always do tacos Taco on Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Spaghetti. Um, it, and we don't eat a lot of pasta because I would be 400 pounds because I love it so much that I have <laughs> I to like, too. I can't make it the staple. And I've tried to have like spaghetti squash or like, <laughs> it's not you know, like, like rice pasta. Know, and I'm I like, know, this is not rice pasta is even worse for you though. Well, like the, the tricolored rotini, that's like yeah. the vegetable <laughs> stuff. My kids are like, oh, we'll eat that. I'm like, you will? Or like the chickpea pasta. I'm like, yeah. oh, more that's, protein. that one's the worst. No, <laughs> it's not the same. But so what I do though, Megan is, and this is, I, th- I think a really important tip is you have a spot where you know your recipes are so that when you go to meal plan, it's not like, oh, what should I make? That's my problem is I don't keep track of like mm. the easy things yeah. that I've made. And then mm. I'm like, oh, don't I have make. a note on my phone in my notes app. But then I also text myself recipes. Like if I see it online, I send it to myself in a text. And that's the only thing I text I to myself. Yeah. So I look at my text <laughs> messages and I scroll and it's like a list of different recipes <laughs> hey, that you can make. Dear Abby. <laughs> dear Abby. <laughs> How's it going? The hard thing is today there's so many Tell recipes. Your snack, like your my mom crappy. made the same thing. <laughs> yeah. All well, the time. And kids will eat the same thing over and over again. Oh, they, they look to. forward to it. I'd come home and you smell yeah. whatever it is. No, yeah. this is a very like, vivid oh. memory. I remember having chicken tetrazzini like once All the time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we yep. made that a lot. Well, and we have a, another good um, article that talks about like how to structure your week so that it helps with the decision making. So you don't make the same thing every day of the week, but like Monday is going to be a crock pot meal. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. at least it narrows it down and then you look yeah. for crock pot yeah. recipes. Tuesday is going to be something pasta based or that's your Sunday night dinner or whatever. And so you kind of have your your plan. And I think that like I'll even put on our meal plan going out to dinner because then it's something to look forward to, yeah, you know, yeah. and then you don't splurge another night because you're like, okay, I'm not going to throw that chicken in the freezer because I know I'm going to be going out on Friday or Saturday. Right. Well, and I will say when I went back to work, the crock pot was the Bomb. Yeah, I, I could one throw going it in right now. I know I could throw it in in the morning and come home and it smelled good yeah. and uh, and ugh, I, love, I it. love it. I just get now. I don't know if it's because we've like Pinterest and you know Google whatever. Get I get new very um, not only distracted but like overwhelmed. Yeah. I'm like, well, I don't know if this is good. There's like 20 kinds of barbecue chicken. Which yeah. one? I don't know. Yeah. I will say one thing that I do love, like crockpot wise, is soups you can oh, do one soup. little different thing and it's a little different than the time before and that is something i love because it's almost routine but it's a little yeah fun. splash yeah. of cream or a little bit of yeah. lemon yeah. this time and you got yeah. a totally different totally thing different soup. Mm-hmm. well almost every soup is the same base yes. onion celery carrots yeah. sauteed. What is that called? doesn't that have a name like a french name oh that's the um the it's not a bouquet what do you call it that's the that's the word i'm herbs the, uh yeah yeah. Bou- bouillon or whatever? No, bouillon. no, no, no. no. That's the the three though. things have yeah. a name. This episode yeah. is Someone... sponsored by soup. <laughs> <laughs> um, and my kids love, and I'll put on the plan. I'm, I'm basically saying that I don't plan. My two weeks of meal planning is very little planning. Um, we call it FFY, and it's fend for yourself. <laughs> and they love it because that means that they get to grab whatever they want. And we'll try to sit down together, but usually everything doesn't come together at the same time. But they get to, Liam can make pasta because he loves pasta. Graham can like, the first time we did it, he put blueberries and shredded cheese in a bowl. And he's like, I can eat this for dinner. Yeah, I go, go for it, man. And he ate it. My favorite and go-to was breakfast for dinner. It's so easy. You always have all that stuff. And make pancakes. Yeah. So easy. That's that's a good one. And, you know, a friend of mine um, talking about the 
girl, what do they call girl, girl meal? Dinner. Gold, girl, girl, girl dinner. dinner. Girl dinner. She, <laughs> that's, that's the sound. Can you eat Hot Pockets for girl dinner? Absolutely. That's what it sounds like. She said that she grew up every Sunday night, their go-to meal every single Sunday. You know, some families do like lasagna and like the big um, popcorn and apples. The whole dinner. family, the whole family ate Sunday. popcorn and apples for dinner. Oh my I know. I'd it's be weird. Starving. I would be so starving. Weird. Like, can I get a bowl the size of my head? But that's what yeah. they did. I know. It's so weird. Odd but combo. It's, um, like it's a fruit, at least. Popcorn and M&M's, I guess. Yeah. Popcorn and apples. Mm. See, popcorn and M&M's is irresponsible parenting. Popcorn and apples. <laughs> oh, apples justifies it. Oh, look, you have a vegetable and a fruit. Is that exactly. what she was corn, thinking? <laughs> corn and apples. Yep, a little bit of salt. You're good. So what are some things moms, let's wrap up by talking about things moms should and shouldn't care about around the dinner table. I think you sh- should care about manners and conversation because that's not one of the main places I feel like you learn mm-hmm. manners. So, okay, my question on that, because I remember this struggle because my husband cares about certain manners that aren't as important to me and vice versa. And it felt like all throughout dinner, all we were doing was correcting the kids. Yeah, that can be a lot. Yeah, yeah. All we're doing is telling them, sit up or chew with your mouth closed or sit on your butt or whatever. You know, it's like, how do you, do you just pick one? No, you pass the piggy. (laughs) Trust me, they don't want to do the dishes. Yeah. Yeah. It just felt like we were spending more time correcting than actually talking and and enjoying the meal. But yes, so maybe pick one. Pick one for the night and, yeah. and really work on that. I'm more on this stage of like, I'm just teaching general life manners mm-hmm. versus like, you know, like one of them will be like, I need more milk. And I'm like, please, yeah. like, don't just bark at me mm-hmm. and get you more stuff. So. I, we used to, we've done Taco Tuesday for basically their whole lives. And I remember them eating tacos and me just, I just staring at them going, why did I pick tacos? Oh, like, yeah. They're just everywhere. falling out everywhere. Yeah. And they're still, they're 10 and 12 and they still eat yeah. tacos like yeah. monsters. Yeah. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> It is what it is. We don't eat until we pray, and then we don't get up from the table until everyone is done, mostly. Mm. And I'm the one that's usually done first because I eat fast. Yeah. And so <laughs> yeah. it usually is the rule that I'm like, oh, uh, why can't we just be done? <laughs> what else? Anything else? What conversations are the important ones? What's the What manners are the important ones? I think, because I'm thinking now, like, my kids will still come over for dinner. Like, if, if we're cooking, and usually it's Mark now. I hate to say it. I don't as much anymore. But the kids will text, like, Mark, my son, Marky, doesn't live far away, and he'll go, what do you make for dinner? Mm. You know, and come over. So I, I do think making sure that there is a little laughter, and like you said, making it not so much about always instruction. Because when they think about the table, like, and as they get older, they're going to want to come be yeah. with you around the table. And holidays, birthdays, you know, um, and just every days, making sure that, it is a time of sharing. It is a time of laughter. It is a time of, you know, teasing and fun and news and mm-hmm. all those things because it sticks. It's yeah. sticky. Yeah. Well, and it's when their their minds, their hearts, and their bodies are nourished all at the same mm-hmm. time around the table. And mm-hmm. so you want it to be that memorable moment and that thing they mm-hmm. want to come back to and the thing they want to do with their own families. We have so many um, great articles and great printables. We have a great manners printable that you can you know, put up on the wall right by your dining room table and remind your kids of good manners right before they sit down. And then then they'll be perfect for at least the next 30 minutes, right? No. <laughs> no, probably not. All right. So many great printables and um, articles. I'll put them in the show notes. And thanks for listening. 
Thanks for listening to the iMom podcast. iMom is the motherhood program of the nonprofit organization Family First. Along with our fatherhood program, All Pro Dad, we exist to help you love your family well. Subscribe to our daily email, the iMom Minute, by going to imom.com slash subscribe and get tons of great ideas, insight, and inspiration. The iMom Podcast is hosted by me, Abby Watts, along with Susan Merrill, Megan Tigner, and Chloe Blumenthal. 